Hey, everybody, welcome to the Be Healed podcast. I'm Steve Hannett. Today, we're going to be continuing a powerful conversation with revivalist Donna Schambach. Donna has literally traveled the world to many, many nations, and she's the daughter of the late R.W. Schambach, continuing the work of signs, wonders, and miracles in the earth. And we're going to continue the topic of the need of lifting up our voice. In part one of this teaching, we covered the awesome reality that the believer in Christ has authority. Number two, that they're called to release that authority, and we need to do it by lifting our voice and releasing what God has said for the enemy to shake. Today, we're going to be focusing on how you can be trained or what that training looks like for us to move from being oppressed and sometimes depressed and sometimes in bondage to becoming a victorious and life-filled, anointed believer. This is what God is desiring. He's not desiring us to be under our circumstances. Friends, God wants us to walk upon water, and it's going to be happening as we learn this teaching today. So, Donna, welcome back again to the Be Healed podcast. Again, always an honor to have you with us. It's my honor to be with you, Steve. It was so much fun having that dialogue the last <laughs> session because iron sharpens iron, and, and the more always comes out when two come together. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So let's jump right into this because I think everybody wants to hear this teaching of how can I lift my voice up and how can I release the authority of God? So, so take us in. Well, I believe there is a training aspect as with anything that we get from the Lord. We study to show ourselves approved and we exercise what we study. And as the Lord gave me this teaching on lifting our voice, and he, he was saying to me, now is the time for the church to lift their voice. It was like right now. Um, I studied a, a Greek orator named Demosthenes. Try to say that 10 times real fast. <laughs> Not was, on a uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Demosthenes was a contemporary of Plato and Aristotle. He was a great orator and very persuasive in politics and economics. He became a lawyer, but that was not true of him his entire life. When he was younger, he was very slight in his physique. He was a severe stutterer. And what drove him to learning the art of legal persuasion, he was motivated by his unscrupulous guardians uh, who were his aunt and uncle who had cheated him out of his inheritance when his parents passed away. So they stole everything that should have belonged to him. And that's an interesting thought because that's what the devil tries to do mm -hmm. is take everything that belongs to us as children of God. So he determined he was going to become a lawyer and he knew it was going to be hard work and he knew he would have to overcome his speech impediment, and he'd have to learn the art of persuasive speech. But the way he overcame his speech impediment 
he went down to the ocean and he tried to project his voice over the sound of the ocean. Mm. And he exercised his voice to strengthen it. He literally put pebbles in his mouth and tried to speak with pebbles in his mouth so that he could learn how to enunciate. And he did this to train because he had something that was very important to be heard. His aunt and uncle had stolen his money. He was motivated by the message on the inside. I've got to have justice. And he was angry enough to train his voice to overcome his weakness. And I saw a parallel in that story with where the church is. The enemy has been trying to muzzle us. He's trying to evoke fear in us. He's trying to steal everything that God has intended for us. But it's time we begin to train our voices for war. Mm. (laughs) For war against the enemy. We're going to become the shofars of God. We are going to blast a sound. Devil, prepare yourself for war. Because the church of God will not be silent. The church of God will resist you and you will flee. The church of God will enforce the boundaries of the kingdom of heaven on earth Mm. as it is in heaven with the sound of our voice and the word of God that comes forth from us. You know what's inspiring about this this idea is that he had a conviction that yes. he needed to be heard. He, he had a message, yes. right? He had, he had a desire. I, I think that a lot of believers need that right there, that that's a gold nugget because too many believers are silent because they've come to a place, I believe, of hopelessness where yes. they're, they're constantly silenced in so many ways, even trained as a child to not be heard, right? Children are supposed to be seen and not heard, <laughs> you know, and these ideas to be quiet in church. You shouldn't, you shouldn't make a noise in church. Um, and, and, then, and then authorities that want to oppress never let the voice of the oppressed heard. And there's sometimes, I think, a, a cultural um, resistance to letting our voices be heard and and we need to reclaim the conviction and and the desire and th- that says i i must speak i i must i must let what i have be heard w- w- would you agree absolutely when you think about moses who was also had become a stutterer uh, when he was came into that revelation at the burning bush, God put something in his mouth to say. And he's like, who am I? Who am I to speak to Pharaoh? And that's how where many Christians are. Who am I to speak to the devil? But when God puts the word in your mouth, it doesn't have to be a long sermon, Steve. We could do a whole lot just even with the name of Jesus. Mm. Because at the name of Jesus, demons tremble. And, and it's just having that word that God puts in our mouth. 
Jesus said to his disciples one time, look, when you get into that place where people are coming against you, just open up your mouth and I'll fill it. Amen. See that situation of knowing that God is making a deposit in our hearts. We have something to say because God is giving us the message to say under the unction of the Holy Spirit. So powerful. We have a message. We have been given a message from God on his throne. And Mm -hmm. we've been given a message that we are living in the year of Jubilee. We are living in the year that says, let my people go. And and God has given that message to the church when his blood was spilt. The message says, my people are free. My people are free. Oh, we have a message. We are redeemed. We are justified. We are sanctified. We are new created. We have a message. Listen, everybody listening, the gospel of Jesus Christ is a message of good news. We have a greater message than, oh, say it for me, Donna. How do you say his name? Oh, Oh, Demosthenes. We have the message of Jesus Christ. And we've got to share it. I, I want to encourage everybody listening because some people may be thinking, well, is that me? Yes, that's you. Jesus Christ taught us in Matthew 21, 21. He said, if we would speak to the mountain, it would be picked up and cast into the sea. I want to declare right now that everyone who's got a mountain has got mm-hmm. to get the message of God. Mountain move. So good, Donna. Take take, take us in further. Well, I want you to hear something, Steve, because it's so powerful. It's not just me alone speaking. It's Donna speaking and Steve speaking and Steve's wife speaking and Donna's brother speaking and all of us as believers in Christ saying what God is saying to this generation, that there's a multiplied power. There's a multiplied anointing when we begin to come together as a chorus. And I discovered this when I was reading in Ezekiel. We all know in Revelation chapter 115 of the revelation of Jesus in heaven, it it said his feet was like fine brass as if they were burnished in a fire, but his voice as the sound of many water. We all know that. But in Ezekiel 43.2, the same words were speaking spoken about God the Father. And behold, the glory of the God of Israel came from the way of the east, and his voice was like a noise of many waters, and the earth shined with his glory. Mm. Jesus told his disciples that out of their belly would flow rivers, plural, of living water, many waters. So there's this pluralized sound that echoes God's voice, that echoes Jesus in eternity. But I found a scripture that blew me away. I mean, I had read it probably so many times, but Revelation 19, 6, this is the voice of the, the bride that is being presented to the bridegroom. 
And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thundering, saying, Hallelujah, for the Lord God omnipotent reigns. And what I saw, Steve, was a picture of call and response that heaven is calling with the voice of many waters and earth. The church of Jesus Christ is responding with voice of many waters. And there's a power connection. (laughs) It's going to take us right into eternity. I believe it. that unified voice of the church of Jesus Christ. It's not a four-point sermon with illustrations. It's hallelujah, the Lord God Almighty reigns. As we begin to come together and exercise our strength and voice, even if it's just a word of praise, a declaration that God reigns over my household, over my family, over my body, over my mind, over my finances. The Lord God Almighty reigns. Amen. We begin to declare that it dispels fear, it dispels doubt, it dispels unbelief because there's authority in the voice of the believer. This is so good. I believe that as you were describing this, call and response that you're touching a very powerful reality of alignment, agreement between heaven and earth, that the voice of God and the voice of a believer being joined together as one voice Mm -hmm. creates kind of like a spiritual lightning bolt, if you will. Uh, Something about lightning is there's a charge on in the heavens and there's a charge on the earth and the Mm -hmm. two meet together. It isn't just coming from heaven. And I believe that as we are declaring and making declarations in alignment with heavenly declarations that Matthew six comes about, let thy will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. And I I so connect with what you're sharing. And I believe that if I can be so bold as to say, there's a great need for repentance in this area because many things we've been speaking are nothing more than parroting, copying Mm -hmm. the words of the enemy. And we're speaking Mm -hmm. in alignment with the enemy. And then mm-hmm. we're not speaking in alignment with God. So we've got to praise and worship and pray and declare with agreement. Tell us what you think about this. You, you know what? You bring up a great point because one of the things in studying this I see is obviously, and we know this, there's a counterfeit voice. And so when Moses had to uh, confront Pharaoh, Pharaoh used his mouth. He was on a power trip. I will not let them go. And this is how the devil acts. The serpent became a beguiler. What came out of his mouth, he twisted the truth. We have that rampant in our world today. 
from politicians to medical people. Goliath, when he came against the people of Israel, he used the voice of intimidation, which is how the enemy is operating today. And then Herod, who was the embodiment of the Antichrist spirit, he used his voice. Give me word where he is, and I will come and worship him also. He had a hidden agenda. And so we have to be discerners of everything that comes through our ear gates because that there's either the voice of God telling us that he is the Lord God omnipotent. All things are under the feet of Jesus. He, he upholds all things with the word of his power. <laughs> or it's going to come from the enemy that invokes fear, doubt, intimidation. And confusion, lies, this is where our world is. And you make such a great point, Steve, when you say we have to repent of becoming an echo of that counterfeit voice Mm. rather than the voice of heaven. So this alignment that you're speaking of um, is is so powerful. And and, and we we may be thinking, but how can we do this? How, How can... The average person who, again, may even be brand new to the teachings of Jesus, where do we start? And, and I'd like to suggest and get your feedback on this. Um, it says in Matthew 17, and for me, this is all about training um, because we've been trained to listen to the authorities in earth realm. We've not been trained to listen to the word that is settled in heaven, according to Psalm 119, verse 89. But this is what it says in Matthew 17. Jesus was on a mount and he was transfigured and uh, he's showing his divinity. And it's an amazing encounter that I think on frequently. And in verse five, it says, while he was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them. And suddenly a voice came out of the cloud saying, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And here, and here it is. The father from the glory cloud said two words. He said, hear him. Yep. And that is so clear to me. So simple. We are to first, before we can speak, we need to learn to hear. Well, and then the, the response to that is faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the word of God. So mm. that's the first place because the word of God is not just words on a page. The words that come from the, the Bible are spirit and life. And so the Holy Spirit, when we begin to pick up the word of God and read it and pronounce the word, that's when we begin to activate our authority. Now, I, I remember reading through the Bible um, many, many times. And then one particular year, I said, this year, I'm going to read it out loud. I'm going to tell you something. When I began to read the word of God from cover to cover out loud, it took longer. But the power that came from the word was on a whole nother level. Praise God. Because as I began to speak it, there was revelation. So I, that's the first part. And to answer your question, the second part, and I, 
I believe with all my heart, every believer needs to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Mm. Because when we are baptized in the Holy Spirit, that's when Jesus said, out of our belly will flow rivers of living water. And I have to say, of all of the gifts I've ever received in my life from anyone, the one I treasure the most is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Because in the hard times, in the painful times, in the trying times, in the confusing time, we have the voice of God that bubbles out of us, that overflows through us, the joy that, that is unspeakable and full of glory. It's resident on the inside of us. It's a strengthening and it's a, the anointing that comes to our voice that will help us as we exercise. Praise God. Donna, we both know that Christianity is all about doing. It's not just about mm. knowledge, but it's about, mm -hmm. and you use this word activating. I'm going to mm. ask you right now to actually let's do what we've been talking about and, and just have you release a prayer of declaration out loud mm. that will activate and break and release the authority God has given to you as his daughter, as his servant, as his minister, and just bless those who are listening right now. I, I believe this is going to be a powerful release and an activation right now. And so if you're listening to us and, and you're jogging or driving, try to pull over and, and just sit under now the declaration, because we're going to go ahead and do it. And we're going to release the authority of God and blessing and healing is going to flow. In an act of just surrender to the Lord, just lift your hands before him and receive the blessing of God. Father, in the name of Jesus, that name above every other name, we declare that you are the Lord of us. You are the Lord God omnipotent. You are all powerful. Father, where we have felt weak, I declare that the power of God will touch every life, that you will dispel fear and doubt from every mind. Lord, I thank you for placing a hunger in every heart to read the word of God and to ferret out every promise that belongs to us. I thank you, Lord, for the understanding and revelation of our inheritance as the saints of God, that, Lord, you have assigned purpose to us. When we were in the, our mother's wombs, Lord, your hand was upon us. You gave us a voice. You gave us authority. And, Lord, I thank you that the anointing that already rests on the word of God on the inside of us is going to be released as we begin to speak out your name, as we begin to speak out your promises, as we begin to speak out and declare who you are, as we address the enemy and tell him to back up, that he is not invited into our house, that he is trespassing on God's property. We take authority over the spirit of fear. We take authority over confusion. Lying spirits, we tell you to go in Jesus' name. Spirits of infirmity, you be gone in the name of Jesus. 
And I thank you, God, that as the revelation comes of who we are, that you would give strength and impetus to our voice until that day where we, when we see you face to face, God, let there be a strengthening in our voices. Let it, let us collectively have a voice, a chorus that brings praise throughout the earth. Let the glory of the Lord be released to our declaration of praise in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, I know that people are blessed right now. And I know people who have been listening will want to know more about your ministry, Donna, that God has placed in you. Can you share with our listening audience right now how they can contact uh, you in the ministry? Absolutely. Easiest way is through our website. It's shambachfoundation.org, and shambach is spelled S-C-H-A-M-B-A-C-H, shambachfoundation.org. It will take you to everything you need to know regarding our ministry, and thank you so much, Steve. Uh, Thank you, Donna. It's always a blessing, and I want to let everyone know that you can check out episodes number 48 and 49 to get a detailed example of praying the Word of God. So if you've not heard episode 48 and 49 of the Be Healed podcast, make sure you go check those two episodes out. It will help you to activate what you've learned with Donna Schambach. Oh, it's been so good. Also, make sure if you'd like a free gift to help you understand your identity in Christ, and to pray the word of God about your identity in Christ, just text the word healing to 94,000 and we'll send you a free PDF that will bless you and help you to do that. Well, it's been wonderful having you, uh, Donna, on the program again. We look forward to one day having you again, and we know God is going to do great things and fulfill all that he has written in his word. May God bless you. And we look forward to talking with you next week, everybody. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Behold podcast today. I'd love to connect with you on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett. And you can get a lot of our latest information and announcements there. Also, would love for you to know about our TV program called The Miraculous Life. It airs on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural Network, also known as ISN. You can go to their website, you can download the app ISN on your phone, and you can listen to it also on our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. There's amazing teachings and testimonies of God's power healing people and breaking through. Truly, he calls us to live in his grace and peace. Well, until next week, may Jesus Christ lead you, guide you, and establish you in the fullness of his grace and power. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know it will bless, and I look forward to talking with you next week. God bless you. Be Healed is a production of Every House, a church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the Donate button. 
We thank you in advance for your prayer and support.